Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is February 16th, 2022, and this is episode number six. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content daily and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, well, we've made it. We've made it to the point where pitchers and catchers have reported, and now all the position players have reported as of today, as this episode is recorded at 3.53 p.m. Eastern time. All the position players and pitchers and catchers have reported to camp. And it's just been amazing um, if you're on social media to see all the videos of, you know, Adam Wainwright throwing bullpens. He was throwing live today to Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I think he threw a 25-pitch bullpen. Um, If you go look at Katie Wu's Twitter page, um, she covers for The Athletic. You can actually see the video there. Um, The best part is Nolan Arenado hit a home run off Adam Wainwright. And then I believe when Wainwright was facing Goldschmidt, he actually got Goldschmidt. uh, He caught Goldschmidt froze with that curveball. So, Anyway, it's great, man. It's great to have everybody back at camp. Uh, we have spring training games coming February 25th, so we're not too far from that. Like nine days away is the first opening day spring training game. But this episode today is titled Cardinals Extend John Mosellock Through 2025. So I'm sure if you cover the Cardinals, you know that we just extended John Mosellock um, president of baseball operations through 2025. So essentially this season, 2022, 2000, or yeah, 2023, excuse me, 2024 and 2025. So we have him locked up for three more seasons and you might love this episode. You might hate this episode. Everyone has their own opinion when it comes to Mo um, for the Cardinals. And I'm actually, I told you this in a couple previous episodes, I'm a big fan of his. And I'm going to tell you a lot of reasons why. And I think if you aren't, you're actually delusional as a Cardinals fan. You, you know, a so-called Cardinals fan cannot want John Mosellock fired. This is exciting news and everyone should like this. And I'm going to tell you why. So anyway, the first thing I want to say about this move is, is it has everything to do with stability. And what exactly do I mean it has everything to do with stability? Well, let's take a look here. Ever since John Mosellock, let's look how stable the Cardinals have been under Mosellock. So this is via the Cardinals Twitter page. This is the official announcement. We have extended the contract of president of baseball operations, John Mosellock, through the 2025 season. Mosellock, who's 54 years old, is the longest tenured head of baseball operations in the NL and has helped the team guide the team to 15 consecutive winning seasons, match, matching the franchise record. So I'm going to get more into this later, year by year, exactly what Mosellock's accomplished, but do not take that for granted. 15 consecutive winning seasons. I think sometimes as Cardinals fans, we get jaded to the reality of what other franchises go through as fans, right? So let's just take a look at our own division. Cincinnati Reds, they're going through another rebuild this season. The Cubs, they really went all in and they did get a World Series. I believe it was 2015 or 2016, but they 
you know, they generally, they don't have the success like the Cardinals has have, have had in the last 15 seasons. Um, you know, even the, like I said, the pirates, right? Like they're, they're, a, they're a bad organization. Um, all I'm getting at here is do not take for granted. 15 winning seasons is actually unheard of. The Cardinals are always playing meaningful baseball when it comes to the dog days of summer, late August, September, the Cardinals are always playing meaningful baseball. And that has a lot to do with Mosaic. When was the last losing season that the Cardinals went to or went through? It was 2007. It was the last time that 2007 season was the last time the Cardinals did not have a winning record. Mosaic was obtained. I believe it was Halloween on 2007, right when the Cardinals season was over. That's when Mosaic came in from 2008 to 2023. The Cardinals have not had one losing season. So, um, you know, it's, it's time for the Cardinals fans to look at this rationally. We have no idea what it's like to see this team go through a rebuild. Criticism is okay, but the consistent winning tradition the Cardinals have had under Mosaic is honestly amazing. Um, look, I'm not saying that it's not okay to have your concerns and your question marks about, you know, your thoughts on John Mosaic, okay? But to not understand and recognize what this man has done for this franchise in the last 15 years is is crazy, right? Um, it's okay to have criticism. You know, it's okay to to, to question certain moves that the Cardinals make. And you understand in a 15-year in a span, this he's not going to be perfect. He's going to make mistakes. Um, but sometimes you got to give him credit where credit's due. There is a lot of postseason questions with this team. You know, it has been a disappointment in the postseason recently. Um, but also when it comes to the postseason, the Cardinals don't win the World Series in 2011, in my opinion, if if Mosaic doesn't make the move to get Lance Berkman. And from all the reports I've seen, you know, when Mosaic made that move, it was actually really, really criticized. But without Lance Berkman, the Cardinals don't win a World Series in 2011. Um, Mosaic came to the Cardinals in 1995, starting in the scouting department and moving his way up through the front office ranks. Uh, Mosaic took over as general manager. That's right. In October of the 2007 season, after the ousting of longtime GM Walt uh, Giacotti, that was the last time the Cardinals had a losing season, like I said. Uh, since then, the Cardinals have been one of the winningest franchises in Major League Baseball. They have had 10 playoff appearances, a World Series win, and two appearances, and three other trips to the National League Championship Series under Mosaic's guidance. Um, <clears throat> this is via this is via Cardinals um, SB Nation, this quote. Fan reaction to Mosaic's extension will likely be mixed. Despite the consistent winning, the team has not made it out of the wild card round in the National League since 2015 when they won the division and lost in their first playoff series. They have also dropped in payroll rankings relative to the big spending powerhouses of the NL's East and West divisions. Okay, so this is one you can we can we can point to a little bit of criticism. I'm going to bounce around a little bit. So we talked about some of the positives, you know, 15 winning seasons under Mosaic. But um, the Cardinals have not made it out of the wild card series in since 2015. And in previous episodes, I've mentioned my criticisms toward Mosaic as it feels like the Cardinals are always just one big bat away from a World Series, or it feels like they're one big star pitcher away from winning the World Series. But with that being said, um, I think sometimes it's a misinterpretation of baseball fans that teams are one piece away, right? And I understand that, you know, that can be true. But you look at teams like the Dodgers, look at the teams like the Yankees, you know, since Mosaic came here, the only two teams that have the winning percentage near the Cardinals are those two teams. Okay, 
The Yankees have not won a World Series anytime soon. The Cardinals won one in 2011. I think the Yankees were 2007, something like that. From the spending limits, if you look at the payrolls of these three teams that have the same type of type of winning success, the Cardinals have done just as much, if not more, with less as far as payroll is concerned. So I know you guys always talk about how you want the team to spend more money, and I'll close my closing statements is going to be on that because it's not about if you think Mosaic is the one that controls the spending directly, you're completely out of it. That's not that's not the way this you know, baseball general management works. Um, so let's actually, let's take a look at this. I printed this. This is ever since Mosella came here. It's a deep dive exactly how the club is done. Um, so here we go. Since 2008, his first season as Mose- John Mosella was hired as the president of baseball ops of the Cardinals. Okay. Here's record by, by year. 2008, 86 and 76, 2009, 91 and 71. 2010, 86, 76, 2011, 90, and 72, which resulted in a championship. 2012, 88, and 74. Um, 2013, 97 wins. 2014, 90 wins. 2015, 100 wins. 16, 86 wins. 17, 83 wins. 18, 88 wins. 19, 91 wins. COVID season, we still had a positive record with 30 wins. Um, obviously, there was only... Uh, 58 games that season. And then, of course, the last two seasons, we've won 90-plus games. Now, there was – you look at that. That is winning records every single one of those seasons. And there is an outlier here. In the 2016, 17, and 18 season, there was a three-year drought where the Cardinals didn't make the playoffs. Now, that was tough. Um, They finished 17 and a half games out of first place in 2016, and that actually blew my mind. Like they finished with a positive record, but still finished 17 and a half games out of first place. That was when the Chicago Cubs team were really good. I think they won 106 games today. That was that was crazy to me. But anyway, what I want to get out here is this is what a successful franchise looks like. Okay. Um, what I say to the people that say, hey, Braxton, you know what? We, you know, who cares what who cares what a winning season means if you don't win the World Series? All I gotta say to you is you gotta be careful what you ask for. Um, don't overthink this. Whether you like it or not, Musaylock is stable for the Cardinals' winning ways. He's established a winning culture. And I know sometimes they like to say, hey, get into the bracket and see what happens. Get into the postseason and see what happens. And while that can be annoying to hear sometimes because the Cardinals in the last couple of years have been bad versus teams that are over 500, teams that um, we should be beating, we do beat inside the NL Central, like winning the division last year. But once you get to the postseason, you know, the Cardinals do feel like they are a piece away. But at the same time, there is some truth to that. You look at the Phillies last year. Um, you know, nobody expected the Phillies. Are you serious? Nobody expected the Phillies out of all those teams in NL to make it to the World Series. And there they were with a chance to win a championship. Um, you know, you also, it's also important to understand Mosellock did this thing from the ground up, <clears throat> right? I mean, he was, you know, he 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 started out you know, in 1995 with a team and he worked his way up through the ranks. This isn't just some, you understand, if you fire Mosellock or those people that say that, which I think is absurd in the team, you know, Bill DeWitt and Mosellock go hand in hand. These guys work together. It's not even an option. I think Mosellock's on his own terms. It's not, it's about when Mosellock wants to step back rather than him even potentially getting fired. And let's not forget that Mosellock played a leading role in the team's complicated purchase an eventual sale of class AAA Memphis team to keep the Redbergs as a stable affiliate. And he's recently been shepherding a $108 million modern modernization of the Florida complex plan to 
um, for construction. With final approval and the insurance of bonds from Palm Beach County, the project is set to begin this spring, and a new updated and upgraded facility will open in 2025, the final year of Mosaic's new contract. Let's not forget those things. He's advancing the team. Um, Adam Wainwright, who is in his final season, I don't know if you saw the interview um, a couple days ago when he reported to camp, but he did say, and Adam Wainwright's a very humble guy, for so him to say this definitely means something, but Wainwright said that the the, you know, the, the facilities at West Palm Beach and Jupiter, Florida, they need to be upgraded. There's much more that the team needed to do to advance the players in spring training. Wainwright said, hey, it's just you kind of show up and this is it and this is baseball, which is fine. He loves the area and stuff, but you need to go listen to him. And what happened? The Cardinals are actually starting to, you know, $180 million project to reconstruct the, the baseball facility. So I'm really excited to see how that turns out. So, you know, at the end of the day, the most important thing about this whole thing is you cannot, you got to be careful with you at, be careful what you ask for, right? And if you want to talk about this this offseason, how the Cardinals they said the payroll is going to go up, and yeah, technically it did go up, and that that sometimes Mosaic can be a little bit um, too, I don't want to say businessman like, but sometimes he can be a little too businessman like. Okay, technically payroll went up, but obviously that wasn't the expectations of the fan base is that payroll was only going to go up like, you know, whatever it was, not, not too much, but that is not, you know, a good valid point because this upcoming season, I do look for Mosaic to still spend some money. Okay. Um, I do look for Mosaic to make some moves this upcoming season. Now, if it's at the trade deadline, fine. Um, but like I said, the Cardinals are at a lot of question marks right now as a team, but a lot of these question marks are talented baseball players does feel like the outfield's loaded, and I think the Cardinals understand that. And let's not forget, under Musaylock, we have a very strong minor league system. So, you know, when you have a team that's won 15 consecutive seasons, they've won a World Series within that span, they have been to 10 playoff berths, they've won six NL Central titles, um, you know, that that's crazy. And also to have a strong minor league system on top of all that is crazy. Really, I want to finish in conclusion here. In conclusion, we we have no idea how bad some teams have it. If you say DeWitt should fire Mo, then you have absolutely no idea how any of this works. Mo and DeWitt are, are, are a team and they work hand in hand. You know, I don't even know. Also, I don't even know how you would really blame Mo for the postseason struggles. Do you really think that he sets the payroll and sign whoever, you know, whoever he wants to? He does he's not setting the payroll. Okay. He is getting, he is given a set of circumstances. Maybe it's even a budget, right? Is getting a budget just like any other business, getting a budget of what he can spend to pull to make the best club available. Okay. So if you're mad at Mosaic for maybe not getting that one other piece, in some circumstances, it's not even his fault. He might not even have the availability to do so. Um, here's the rundown, man. In, in his 15 seasons, uh, you know, he has a third best winning percentage in baseball. In the regular season, in all of baseball is a third best winning percentage in the last 15 years in, in baseball. Um, He's been in more in more playoff games than any other NL team not named the Los Angeles Dodgers. Six NL Central titles, qualified for ten playoffs, and two NL pennants in a, in a in a World Series. And he's also we've also played in five National League Championship Series. So don't take any of that for granted. Yankees have been to the playoffs twelve times in the last fifteen seasons. The Dodgers eleven, and the Cardinals ten. And like I said before. In comparison to how much their payroll is compared to the Cardinals in recent years, it's insane that the Cardinals have had this much success.
So at the end of the day, that's all I got about Mosellock. Um, I'm just in shock of how many people, you know, so-called follow the team are really out of touch with this and how the organization is structured. And maybe it's just me as a person being jaded because when I'm on Twitter, I see some of these Cardinals Twitter fan pages and they're like, fire Mosellock, sell the team to it, you know, and I understand that doesn't, that doesn't really show the majority of fans, right? Like I think sometimes the youth of social media Cardinals fans kind of get, you know, our vision blurred because of all the stuff we see on Twitter and stuff. But I mean, even you go on the Facebook fan pages and the you know older people sometimes are saying fire Mose lock. It's just, there's 30 teams every year trying to win a world series and 29 of them are going to be disappointed. But just because 29 of them are going to be disappointed doesn't mean that you just fire everyone. That's not the way any of this works. And it's, you know, so ask, ask a Cincinnati Reds fan, Go ask a Cincinnati Reds fan, would they be happy in the last 15 years if you could trade what they've done compared to the Cardinals? And I guarantee every single one of them, even the Reds owner is going to say yes. Go ask the Detroit Tigers. right? Go go ask the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, I mean, go ask the Cubs. Go ask any of these teams, even, even the Yankees, right? Like, we've had a World Series quicker than they have, so not everything's perfect. Criticism is deserved in every position. I think sometimes he needs to do more, but we should be excited about this extension. So that's all I got. Um, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, I'm going to try to do a Twitter space next week. Follow me on Twitter and uh, we'll get to that. So anyway, like I said, spring training's in full effect. We haven't, we have a baseball game in nine days so we can actually talk about actual baseball and see where uh, some of these guys are like Jordan Walker. I'm excited. I think, I think he has a real chance to make the opening day roster. So we'll talk a little bit about that next episode. We're going to talk a lot about the prospects, what to really, really look out for in spring training and who can make some crazy noise. Anyway, once again, I am Braxton Wheeler, and this is the Believe in Cardinals podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.